Hey guys, welcome back to Tap That AZ Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. Not in this episode, though. For this episode, the team heads out to Real Wild and Woody. I was out of town, so I missed out on all of the awesomeness, and I hear that uh, some people say this was the best one yet, and that always seems to be the case when I'm not there, so maybe that's, maybe it goes hand in hand, I don't know, but uh, my girl Liz Lindbergh held it down, talked to some awesome people on the podcast, so you're going to get to hear those conversations. Also at Real Wild and Woody, um, we started talking to people about the Arizona Beer Book, so we're working on... The Arizona Beer Book, me and my business partner, Luke Irvin, check him out, at Mixed Mercury Media on Instagram, and the Arizona Beer Book, so that's at the Arizona Beer Book on Instagram, and the ArizonaBeerBook.com for the website. We're aiming on getting this thing out October 1st, so check it out. All right, enough of me. Let's tap into Real Wild and Woody 2019. <laughs> Hey everyone out there in Beerland, this is Liz Lindbergh coming at you from the 2019 Real Wild and Woody Beer Festival. I'm out here hanging out with my friends over here at the Arizona Craft Brewers Guild. We're promoting our Arizona beer book. And oh my God, Alex Phillips has just walked around my microphone. Hi. He says hi with a wave, everybody. All right. Awesome. Well, hope you guys can strap in, get ready, and we're going to get some really cool people on the mic today. We are coming at you from the 2019 Real Wild and Woody Beer Festival. Cheers. There we go. How's that? That's, oh my God. That's, hold it right there. So I got Rob Fulmer, and he's just the cutest damn thing I've ever seen right now. <laughs> How's your day going so far? Uh, good. Good. Um, you know, there's unexpected things that happen, and, um, we just roll with it. Yeah. What's new to this year? What's new to Real Wild and Woody this year? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. No? That thing over there, that the Dude, axe there's thing. A tall, there's an axe throwing one. That's going to be hysterical. Right. I, mean, I guarantee you, I bet you a dollar, somebody's actually going to throw themselves in seven axe. Yeah. That'd be funny. Yes, yeah, yeah. so we have inflatables uh, here. We have bubbles. Do we? We have bubbles. State Farm is blowing bubbles. <laughs> it's, a good or- it's adorable. Right on. We've got popcorn everywhere. Uh, oh. You know, the new, the new thing is uh, we've got a couple uh, of, of breweries that probably people aren't familiar with. Walter Station is here. They have a nice yeah. end cap. Um, I see some, uh, uh, you know, brand refreshes. Uh, I see Cuvée Veridad back for a second year. Um, mm-hmm. They launched here last year. Um, they're part of 12 West. Um, we have some breweries bringing some distilled products in, too. We do. Yeah. That's um, something that we're sort of... Um, rolling with as well as uh, we have some breweries that also distill and uh, we do love our distilleries in Arizona we we, we want to be their best friends too <laughs> we're everybody's best friends we have the best jobs ever right but on. yeah man it looks really great nice having it indoors again that's not yes, a bad yes. thing oh can we like permanently keep it down here in the basement of the convention center yeah Always. it is cooler huh it's nice yeah. it's really nice yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I'm going to keep bugging you throughout the day. All right. Uh, I probably will have more to say. Okay. It's early. It that's is early. Right. Love you, Rob. Cheers. <laughs> All, All right. right. Yay. Let's do this. Okay. Now I really have Josh from Oso here, and we are sipping on our little collaboration that we made, uh, and it is called Lager. I don't even like her. Uh, it's a hoppy lager. Uh, can you remind me what kind of hot profile we threw in this sucker? Uh, so we did uh, Citra, Mosaic, and the Pink Boots blend in, on the brew day. And then it was, and we also used Arizona white wheat from 
Um, I'm grain R&D and um, some of the Pilsen from Sinagua Malt. So we kind of kept it local with the malt, and then we dry, uh, put in our lagering tanks to rest for about six weeks. And then we dry hopped it with Citra, Mosaic, and Chinook Hop Hash. And it's so good. This is yeah, we, we didn't hop it to the levels of, like say, like an East Coast because we still wanted that like German lager character right, to shine right. through. But I uh, definitely wanted you to know that it was there. So you'll get, like, uh, some grapefruit from the Chinook and definitely that, like, resinous mosaic and definitely, like, uh, orangey citra. What do you think, Luke? I think it's really good. It's got kind of the crispness you would expect from a lager. But yeah, it attenuated down to about, uh, I want to say, one, two Play-Doh, 1.2 Play-Doh. So it dried out nicely. Um, it is 6.7%. Uh, so maybe a touch high ABV for style, but kind of in that like uh, wild area of life with IPAs. I'm where, not complaining. Right? Yeah, no, no, I'm not either. Not at all. No, lager. I don't even like her. Yeah, well, no, this like all her started lot. from the last time I was on a podcast with you. Like that's true. That's right. We were at beer school. At beer school when at, we did, when we hosted it also, and uh-huh. Liz is like, I have this beer name. Lager, I don't even like her. And I said, well, it just so happens we have four lager tanks that <laughs> we should fill with <laughs> at least one of them with this beer. And I love it. And I love Oso. I've been an insane fan of you guys and your work. And I'm like, I got I got Josh. I got Josh on the mic. We're going to make a beer? Okay. So totally fangirled out. And it was such a great experience. I love brewing beer. I love getting up in the morning. You treated us so great. I mean... Yeah, you guys even stayed through cleanup. That doesn't happen all the time in uh, the collabs. Dude, we cleaned up house. I mean, we are those kinds of guests that, like, I'll come in. You guys can come every day if you want. No shit. If, like, I stay in your guest room, I'm going to wash your sheets for you, throw in your towels, do your dishes. Like, I'm one of those house guests. (laughs) You've been involved in a handful of brews before, right? I have, and I love collaboration brews. Like, I will get behind there. I will wake up at 6 a.m., and I will just go party, and it's just so much fun. Like, if I could be a brewer, I would, in a heartbeat, but i This I'm was lazy. the first one that I was involved with, so oh, it was yeah, very nice. cool cleaning out the tank, getting nice. to taste the wort before it got fermented and all that. Yeah, it is and fun. Then, so, like, it's definitely a weird taste to it. I like weird as, like, other people would describe it. Like, for us, we understand where it's starting and where it's going and all along the process. And especially with, like, lager yeast, it has that, like, heavy sulfur character when it starts through its primary fermentation. So, like, to the average person who tastes it, they'd be like, holy crap, this is, like, you know, what's going on here? And you're like, oh, no, don't worry. Like, let this, like, just rest in the lager tanks for a month, and it's going to clean itself up beautifully. And it, I think it did. It did, and it's lovely, and I like it a lot. I lager a lot. (laughs) It's super drinkable. It has that lager drinkability for sure. Right. I want to drink this out by the pool all summer for the rest of the summer. But... Uh, so it's going to be at all the Oso locations. Uh, should be on tap, right? It now? should be on tap on all of them. Arcadia was the last one to tap it, and I think they're tapping it today or tomorrow. But uh, also, pint a dollar from every pint's going to benefit uh, Camp Sunrise. You got it. I did. I accidentally wrote the first <laughs> one wrong, but um, I got it before the menus printed. Yay. So yes, uh, my wife works for PCH, and I accidentally put their children's camp. It was like a <laughs> like our slim. rival camp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't know it was like the Bloods and the Crips. It's but kids with like, cancer. <laughs> like, can we we can't hate on kids with cancer anymore. But yes, 
So yeah, so air, uh, so a dollar from each pint is going to go to uh, Arizona Camp Sunrise and Psychics. It's a camp for kids who have or had cancer and their siblings. Um, I introduced this nonprofit to Eric when we were beginning the whole idea of brewing this beer um, because it's about a month before. Okay, I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> Josh had to like bolt off the booth, and he's like, "I'll be right back." I'm like, "Cool, I'm going to not shut up." So uh, the camp is great it's for kids who have or had cancer and their siblings. I myself had cancer when I was 15. My sister's been involved, so she's my sidekick. My mom got suckered into being the kitchen director for 10 years. My dad was doing dishes, so it's a whole family affair. You're uh, still uh, being a camp counselor as well, Oh, right? yeah. This is my 15th year of being a camp counselor. So I'm What goes on at the camp? Shit. Camp is awesome. So what we do at camp is it's a week full of programs, for, um, and they're the exact same theme, which is really cute. Uh, this year's theme was music. So it was like music theme. We had like a throwback day. We had a rock and roll day. We had disco day. Um, and basically we'll have like programs that will accommodate and modify for kids who have or had cancer. So it's kids who are currently under treatment or who have a prosthetic or all the way to kids who have, you know, ADHD. Uh, it's not a camp for kids with that, but we have siblings that have been affected with cancer as well. They may not have, you know, had it themselves, but for them to be with their family and understand what, they, what their siblings are going through, they need, you know, a camp of the, all their own. I think that's the coolest thing about it is that the right. siblings get to be there because they may, just being children, not understand how many children are affected with it. And if you just take the kids afflicted and let them go to camp, the siblings at home who are, quote-unquote, like doing healthy and well aren't realizing that they're also not in an abnormal family, Like, which is so cool that they like bring all of the kids up, and that's rad. Right. And each camp is for, like, they're both the same exact amount of time, same theme. So one kid can't come home and say, oh, well, my camp was better than yours. No, we had the same exact camp. Um, and then it's also completely free. We don't charge a family a single red cent. So thank you so much to Oso for donating a dollar of each pint from all of the Oso uh, locations. Hopefully that will bring in some money so we can continue having these awesome programs for these really really cool rad kids yeah it's awesome so, How i mean from a the former camper for? myself uh so i mean the good and bad thing about us is that we have four locations and people like them so people do a good job of drinking uh, especially the fun ones like the seasonal ones uh we did send out about uh eight, eight barrels of it seven and a half barrels to all the locations so it should be on for a few weeks. Um, loggers go really well in the summer. <laughs> so uh, I, um, we're definitely squirreling away a little bit for um, an event that Liz is going to have with all of the camp um, kind staff. of like yeah. staff and board. Um, but, yeah, it should be on for at least a couple weeks, I would say, at least at a couple of them. Some of them do better at drinking than others. <laughs> and, uh, and I live like... I live right around the corner from the Scottsdale location, so. I'll oh be yeah, actually, the myself. distillery one, they they um, they drink more spirits testies, than the other one just testies, because it's. One, two, just um, did he say testies or testing? No, he definitely said testies. I heard testies. And he, and he did it once when no one was here, which I thought was funny. <laughs> but then, like now that everyone's here, I'm like. I just see a lot of confused faces around <laughs> yeah, me. They're like, did he say testies? Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. yeah like, with with uh, somebody yelling testes over the <laughs> microphone. Uh, I don't even know who that would be. That would be uh, Rob Fulmer. Oh, that is Rob Fulmer. That is. Oh, good old Rob. I got him on the mic for half a second, too. <laughs> Did he yell testes on it? 
<laughs> Why did I not get Rob Fulmer saying testes on the podcast? <laughs> well, it, I think God. you just did, actually. <laughs> uh, all, we need to do, all we need to do is just, like, segment that loop and just loop it every time when you're starting a podcast. You know what? We just need to tell Chris to have that, like, cut that in the very yeah, beginning yep. of the podcast. Just open it'll it like, up tap for that. It'll be like, testes, testes. And it'll be like, Rob yeah. Fulmer screaming that. And then it'll loop into the Tap That AZ podcast. Like, Welcome to Real Wild and Woody. We're going to take testes, off by in the front and just have, like, testes, testes, testes. <laughs> That's great. Well, cool, Josh. Thanks for bringing beer, and thank you so much for helping out my charity. And oh, yeah, it's a great. Just being all around a rad awesome. It's an awesome cause, and we'll awesome make friend. more. We'll make we more. We will. We will. We'll come I mean, up with even better names. We. Uh, I, I mean, that one was solid, but I have to admit, I don't think I could have put that name out without you involved. I feel like somebody would have been upset with me. I like, brew beer. The way I brew beer is I brew the name first. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, then the you, beer. The, if you saw and some the of the ideas in my name list on the phone, on my like notes on my phone, some of them I go through. <laughs> Actually, we just did one with, um, uh, we did one with uh, Whining Pig, and yeah. it was oh, a horseworm. Uh, yeah, dude. And okay. so, it, it was a uh, smoked peach IPA, which turned out great. Yeah. And oh. uh, and and Stratton, who's their head buyer for all the locations. It's like, hey, so uh, I'd really like to name this beer Horseworm. And I'm like, why? What the hell is that? Because <laughs> you he can goes, just imagine that in your head. And he goes, I don't, I don't know, actually. And I'm like, well, then can you explain why we're going to name this beer Horseworm? He's like, well, I went out drinking, like, really heavy. And then he I woke Trevor. up the next morning and didn't remember anything. And the only thing on my phone was a note that said, name a beer Horseworm. And I'm like, actually, that's the best logic behind a beer Did name. you see the logo? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Look at the first one we did. Horrifying. Absolutely. Hey, you should Alex get Alex. Alex. You should get Alex on this thing. I know. Alex, Actually, now's Alex a good is time. not only just doing beer anymore. He's also doing spirits. Yes, he is. And they are he's my some liquor. I like him. Freaking awesome stuff. Right. Huh? Go ahead, and grab one. They're free. I have. We're that's it. Tap that AZ podcast. We're a craft brew podcast. I wouldn't lie to you. Cool. That's a. What happened? <laughs> He's looking for a lumberyard to give them back their mallet. Oh, good. Oh, that's appropriate. Sure. It's a festival with a bunch of firkins, and only three breweries brought mallets. So Smart. they're being traded around. Good job, you guys. Um, uh, I, but I, I, in their defense, we forget something every yeah. time. Oh, help yourself. Dude, I know. I came here and I'm like, what am I missing? It's, I'm like, I, if I set up too fast, then I know I'm missing something. Like, <laughs> what What did I miss? But, yeah, man. This is going to so be a we'll good So we'll probably thing. edit out this small chunk in the middle of No, here we're keeping it. Little, oh, yeah, let's <laughs> run. Uh, we'll keep it all. Should we start doing, like, karaoke or something? Yeah, right what now? do you want to sing? Uh, What's nothing, playing right I'm now? I'm a terrible singer. Hang on. Uh, what? Oh, it's me, myself, and I, actually. I can get <laughs> down with that. You just don't want me to hear it sing it. So. I do want to hear no, you, you sing it, though. Don't. Oh, my gosh. This yeah. is great. I love that we just have our own little growler over here, just sitting pretty. I mean, let's maybe not include that on the podcast, because I don't know how that rolls with the... Uh... We drank it anyway. But there is a uh, sample that we have been able to provide here. So, at, yeah, so we got this great <laughs> sample of Lager I Don't Even Like Her. <laughs> Chris is the best at editing. He will work magic. <laughs> Thank we you, Chris. Chris. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> please, please pardon your host. Please. She doesn't, she does not know what she does. 
I mean, the growler, the growler was definitely not Formosa Brewery, so whoever brought it. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? It's over here at the Tap That. Maybe the Tap That people yeah, brought it. I mean, actually, I think the Guild probably happened. The Guild booth. The Guild did. Uh, you did. know what? We're just going to give props to the Guild. Yeah, for bringing this growler. Thanks, the Guild Thanks, booth, Guild. for bringing us a growler. You guys are the best. Yeah, we appreciate so you. Yeah. <laughs> I love us, man. I fucking love Josh. He's the uh, best. <laughs> the Oso crew is my favorite. Like I can't, I can't not like have hey, a party so and not invite Oso. Though, did you guys just do a collab with Pedal House? We did not. No. I, I, I saw. You, oh, it was just for the book that. Uh, yeah. So did. the beer book. You guys are in the beer book. I know we are. Yeah. yeah. And the beer book is going to be out October first. Really? Yeah. Nice. Anticipate October first. Um, we're promoting it here at Real Wild and Woody. Yeah, we've been doing this, this a long time. I love it. This is yeah. It, this is actually pretty smooth for us. Good evening, and welcome well, to the dulcet tones of Mother Road and the beer. I literally work for NPR. That was smooth as fuck. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Well, introduce yourselves, guys. What? Are, who are you, and what are you drinking? I, I, I am Jared Rabinovitz of the Unfunny Nerd Tangent Podcast, and I am drinking the uh, Frozen Moon of uh, Mother Bunch. Yum. It, it is like an Andy's candy. It is great. Isn't it good? There was another one. Uh, BRI did one, and it's their cake eater. Oh, my God. It's like, it's not BRI. Sorry. It was Oso. It's like chocolate syrup. Oh, it's so good. What, what was but the one Mother we had Bunch that, has a solid It, it was the 12 West Cinnamon uh, one. 12 West uh, Cinnamon. Sacrifice. Yeah. Cinnamon yeah. Sacrifice. Cinnamon Sacrifice. Oh, my goodness. Right? They said the cinnamon was a last-minute addition, that they weren't even planning on bringing that to the beer festival. Uh, but they threw some cinnamon in it last minute, and it was a game changer. Killed it. Yeah. Killed it. Absolutely. That's awesome. What are you having? Uh, same as these guys. Same? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We're all, we, we're we're all in. We, we have to go over there and get some beers because we really of the chicharrones. The chicharrones. Dude, chicharrones. game changer, right? Everybody's walking around with a bag of chicharrones. I'm like, y'all so, are, I can name yeah. this, I can name all the natives. When they're carrying around a freaking bag of chicharrones. If you've well, ever been to the Real Wild and Woody Beer Festival before, you know chicharrones is the first thing you get. That's, That's the thing that so, you have and, to. But the thing is that we got here early. We were in the VIP line. We nice. were like, we were numbers three, three four, and five, five yeah. in that line. And the first thing we hit was the chicharrones. Yeah. We finished our first bag, and now we've, we've re-upped. <laughs> because what happens yeah. is you get those first, like, five, seven beers or whatever, and you <laughs> First then, five, seven. Yeah, and then you're, like, starting to lag a little bit. And then you sit down, you have a beer, you have some chicharrones, and then you you get back up. It, it starts going again. That is the clutch thing. It's if the you, fuel you need, so thank you to we, Mother Bunch. Right? Oh, no. Shout out to Julie and her whole crew over there. They're phenomenal people, and their whole theme is adorable. Like, I I didn't know that that was the theme this year was going to be tropical. I didn't know if that was actually announced, but it works. Like, there are four or five booths that have, like, this great, cute, like, Tropical throwback. I got this one from Grand Canyon. I'm having their Mai Tai. But did they put the hibiscus flower right in there? Or it's a, is it an it's orchid? It's, it's an orchid. orchid. Oh, that's, oh, yeah, they that's went amazing. To, like, I know, right? I'm like, can you eat this? And like, it's food grade. You can eat anything if you believe in it. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Santa's it's rocking so, out the whole pirate no. Caribbean theme. It's we, so we, want you to, we want you to eat the whole orchid right now. Right now? Right now. If I oh, die, yes. I want she to feel my hair burn. I don't can get it. I don't know if they're poisonous at all. They're beautiful. But I want to wear it first. Can I eat it like there when is we're no all drunk you later? And I want to. Okay. How are you not drunk now? You're, are you slacking? I'm trying. <laughs> Listen, I have a expensive equipment to deal with. Eric would kill me. No, I'm, I'm she's, maintaining. She's working. I'm working, Barely. maintaining, enjoying. She's participating. We're, we're, we're not on the clock. We are I'm not. Totally she's like halfway on the clock. 
Did I, did I say my employer's name on this podcast? This is not okay. You should probably not you. say. I, should be, I, I don't think you should. Uh, Derek and Tim eat snacks. Yeah, no, yeah. That's not, you don't get paid for that. Datescast.com. That's I will one, one day. There we go. How's it look, yeah. guys? Looks good. Looks good. Oh, yeah. good. Stylish. I feel like nice. I'm in Hawaii right now. I am. That's a, it's a lovely grass skirt you're wearing. Oh, I thank you. I made it myself. I grew it myself. 100% yeah. organic. It's, a, it's hard to grow grass that long in Arizona. <laughs> you pulled it off. <laughs> my yard I grow it as long as I want yeah. to. <laughs> Growing that grass. Growing my grass. Goodness. No, so this is a good year. Uh, I love that, that we brought in distilling too. Grand Canyon and Oso, they brought in their stuff. It's yummy. It's Santan different. Santan as well. We tried, uh, Santan yeah. brought theirs. Oh, yeah. Is Oso? Uh, Oso. Do they, do they, yeah. Uh-huh. They have their own line. Um, I have a pro tip for the Grand Canyon. Uh, their uh, uh, moonshine, their whiskey, yeah, their white yeah. whiskey. You mix that with some uh, lemonade. That is a seriously good pool drink. Lemonade. I was, up, I was up there for a while, uh, a couple weeks From ago. From the tails, picked, yeah. picked up the whiskey. Right home, was like, what kind of mixes with? I had a thing of lemonade, just a uh, regular like powdered lemonade. Mixed it with a couple shots worth of the whiskey. Oh, that was so good. Floated in the pool. Lemonade yeah, is now the official state drink of Arizona. <laughs> Lemonade, I saw that. Yeah. There was Are a bill sure? that was, yeah, a bill was passed that lemonade is now the official Be, state drink of Arizona. Because, because some teenager in Gilbert thought that, uh, like, he paid attention in civics class yeah. and thought lemonade should be the state drink. So, gosh darn it, we made it our state drink. Arizona didn't have one, yeah. so why not? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I feel like maybe it should be Kilt Lifter, really but that's drink, just me. Though. Wasn't it supposed to be moonshine? I mean, like, like Kilt Lifter kind of for everyone, but if it was just me. Did you see that they came out with the Guilt Lifter? I did see it. I was kind of hoping they would have it here just to try it. No, but they don't. They're going to put 99 Gallery at a real Wild and Woody festival. Go down there and go taste it. Okay, so it's Strong Beer Festival. McFate brought out their Arizona light lager. Yeah. And, like, just a sample. They weren't even taking tickets just because it was just kind of like a little tiny sample of it. Like, I'd give the Guilt Lifter a try. Because Kilt Lifter has been kind of a standby. It's it's a beer you can kind of always go back to. It was a for for me, like all the beers on the list of Four Peaks were sort of gateways into what those right. styles could be, right? Right, right. So your Scottish yeah. ales, you had their Lifter, they had their you know, oh my gosh, pumpkin porter that I think turned oh, me yeah. on to porters and yeah. stouts wholeheartedly. Like I don't think I would have ever tried anything like that if I didn't pound a couple porters in my life. Oh my gosh, hi. Double pumpkin (laughs) is still one of the best uh, pumpkin beers I've ever had. That's that's one of the best ads they've done in recent years. Their their barrel aged double hot squash was amazing on the New Year's. It was the best beer I'd had. Yeah, the double pumpkin still got it. uh, Oh my gosh. My buddy, my buddy Kyle just walked out. We had a run in here on the podcast. We have headphones on and we can only hear ourselves right now. (laughs) (laughs) We have a representative from the Oso Brewery Distillery Company. Like, just comes in, barrels in, let's talk. Hi. You look very inquisitive. I have this sweet young man just staring at me like, hello. He wants to know. He's inquisitive. He He wants a tasty taste. He wants to know. That is, of course, a second. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's about the podcast. It's all is well, all can, all are welcome. Come on over. Talk about beer. Absolutely. Life is good. Yeah. Life is good. Yeah. It's weird for us to be drinking and talking about the beer rather than something else on a podcast. <laughs> it's right, yeah. true. It's, we, we, we're, we're trained to drink but ignore the beer and talk about, like, a movie. Yeah. 
or, or a TV show yeah. or whatever the random thing Let's we talk about to Stranger up. Things or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or uh, <laughs> oh yeah. how yeah, was that movie? Yes, James, you were aware we yeah. do a Spider-Man. podcast. Like for example, yes, I am aware they do a podcast. I feel Spider-Man. like there was a scene where Peter Parker was Lisa Simpson and Mysterio was the monorail guy doing the whole thing where it's like uh, Lisa says, "Why does a city?" With a centralized population, you need a mass transit system. And the monorail guy says, that's the smartest question anyone's ever asked me. And I could tell you the answer, but nobody in class would understand. Not even your teacher. Was that actually in the movie? Because I do not remember It that. sure was. Maybe I was drinking. Monorail. It is a pure ghost. Monorail. Monorail? Monorail. Monorail. I dream of building a monorail in Phoenix. Vote yes on monorail. No, no. Vote no, no on monorail. And I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you, you came back just in time. Tim's trying to be out here promoting a monorail in Phoenix. Yeah, I don't know why. He wants to build yeah, the light rail's okay, but monorail, come on. So That's you want, we, like, the above ground, above like, ground, Disneyland Just style. one rail, like Disneyland, yeah. And, you know and, what? Like, Give me those roller coasters throughout the city. You know just what? There. It gets hotter when you're closer to the ground in Phoenix. So it makes so sense if you were up. up a little bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's totally you're like helping all, out with energy costs. You're off of the heat, li- heat island effect. You miss that out on that. That makes so much. Yeah. And you're you don't s- have to rent a car. You're still yeah. baking many, right above the heat island effect. How many car accidents have happened with Put the light rail? Wait, 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 Give us a subway. It, it's just oh like the light rail. How many people crash into the monorail before it's finished construction? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yes. So that's okay. two votes for the underground. The uh, yeah. No, I, saw subway. I, saw, I saw this band, Oakley Dokley, last okay. night. The all Ned Flanders nettle band from Phoenix, Arizona. They opened for Max Sabbath, which is an entire Black Sabbath parody band where every character is a McDonaldland character. Um, I can't explain it a lot more than I already have. I do not know how much of this yeah. is a lie, but it sounds like 90% of it might be. No, it's 100% true. I think it's 100% true, but he's rambling yeah. now. We're, we're on a beer podcast, and Tim's talking about Oakley Doakley. Yeah, but Oakley Doakley also like pitched the idea. They threw out to the audience, who had a dream ever of building a monorail in their city? And, and We're just talking you know about what? a T-shirt like, nobody, at this point. This is not a normal right. dream. Oakley Doakley yeah. T-shirt? Me, Homer, Night in the Lisa Woods Simpson. T-shirt. And a chemical engineering t-shirt. Spider-Man and Mysterio. Alcohol is a dream solution. Of a monorail. Alcohol technically is a solution. Why according not? to AICHE. Yeah. All right. I, I think we need to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. This is, All right. This is the about, uh, wrap about time show. For us to sign Thank off you very much. For, uh, we finished our beers. <laughs> we, we we took this way off the rails. I think we yeah. need to wrap it up. Uh, no, on oh, the rails. God, on the monorail. So on, yeah, on the one, we took it on the one rail. There was a monorail, and then we broke it. I'd like to thank you all for joining me. Thank you guys very much for jumping on. You guys are great. Take some stickers. We appreciate you guys. I can't wait to listen to this later. You guys are phenomenal. Enjoy the rest of Real Wild Phenomenal is another word for strange. Thank you very much. Love it. Cheers, guys. All right. So, Real Wild and Woody 2019. Aaron Sullivan, what have you tried? Um, Okay, so I tried a beer from the shop. Okay. Called the Orange Julius, was it? Yeah, Orange, Orange Julius. Dreamsicle Julius, something. I don't know, but it was a dream. Um, citrusy, a little bit of creamy, mm. but not in a way that made me think of dairy. Right. Um, very light, easy drinking. Perfect for summer. Went down an absolute treat. <laughs> and all I'm going to say is this. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. And in fact, I love it. <laughs> well, I think there's something to be said for breweries that can master a beer where they're trying to mirror a flavor profile of something and they they nailed it you get that like lactose that creaminess 
it's orangey. It's just like, yeah, an orange Julius. Give me all of this. <laughs> Give me the whole keg. Is there anybody you're excited to see? Um, I'm excited to just try different beers that I'm not normally around or in the vicinity to be able to taste. Yeah, no, it's going to be awesome. Well, thank you for joining. You're welcome. Henry, we're on, we're on the air. So what are you guys drinking right now? Uh, this know. is the Perch Brewery. It's nice. Hi, so it's Perch out of Chandler, Arizona. I highly recommend it. They We're have great food. They have great beer. And it's actually owned by... Where's Michael? His parents own it, and so yeah, that's why we're here. Nice. And it's actually his 25th birthday, like you said Happy earlier, Mike. Birthday, my it's, friend. This is not Michael. It's not his no, birthday. Not that's not me. It's, that's it's our old roommate's birthday. You can always just pretend. Reap the benefits. It's fine. Happy birthday to me. I'm having a great time. <laughs> He's the oldest one out of us. Are you drinking perch too? Yeah, always drinking. Perch. Always drinking. Perch. Put your glasses on. Always drinking it on our perch. way in. Go check it out. Expand your horizons. Downtown Chandler. This is a great festival. You get to check out a lot of really cool breweries. Which which one do you recommend? Oh, depends on what you're in the mood for. Alcohol. Fair enough. Okay. So in okay, in state. In state, I'm gonna direct you over to BRI. They're right, right behind you. The, the Beer Research Institute, those guys are okay. fabulous. They're crazy motherfuckers and I love them with all my butt. Okay, we actually haven't hit that one yet. So get we down, yep, and once you keep going down row by row, uh go hit up Oso. We already, has a we great already went spot. to Oso. Oso does some of course good we shit, hit man. Oso. No shit. Phoenix Ale is good. Their Hus Lounge, they did not disappoint this year. They're so fucking yeah. cute. Uh, behind us, if you're going to look out of state, we also have La Cumbre. La Cumbre great, makes an insanely great red rye IPA. I mean, it's awesome. I love that one. Next to them is going to be North Mountain. North Mountain's another local one. They're kind of like in the Sunny Slope area. Great small brewery. Amazing food. They have spent grain chocolate chip cookies over there. Holy tits. We have it's to go so get the cookies. Go get the cookies. We have to cookies. get the cookies. Can go we talk about the cookies. Right across at, at North Mountain, there's cookies. Yeah, I told you not to let Cookies. Thanks, guys. Come on. Come on in. The water's fine. Wow. This one's backwards. There you go. Oh, yeah. Don't put them on like that. You got to be smarter than the head. Oh, you're uh, they're broken. I remember my first headphones. I remember uh, my first time. Right? Yeah. He's too old to put on headphones. <laughs> there you go, precious. Been around since the 60s. Well, guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell us what you're drinking. Hi, I'm uh, Miguel with uh, Mobile West Canning. I'm drinking the North Mountain Russian Imperial Stout, the NIB. So it's fairly good. Fairly uh, good? Fairly good. I mean, I've only worked at North Mountain for four years before <laughs> this. Did you so brew this one? I actually helped brew this did one. You? Yeah, so love this is a it. phenomenal beer. Love yeah, it. Absolutely love it. Cool. So it's kind of my go-to. Gentlemen. Look, Hi, this is mic. Jim. I'm drinking Doppel Stick by that brewery. Ooh. Yeah. I told him to get his Doppel Stick. <laughs> <laughs> a little more oaky than I like, but it's pretty good. Let's have some fun. Let's beat this stick. I want to take a ride on your doppel stick. Oh. Exactly. That's what I said. <laughs> hey, honey, come bring your doppel stick. <laughs> honey, honey, come on. It's been a week. Let's fly with honey, your doppel stick. Honey, I am Joe Boo Jobert, and I'm drinking some French black beer that I don't know what it is because uh, it had some wine in it, but I forgot the name. Do you know who made it? Uh, over there. Over there? Just over there. So BRI. It's a, BRI. Yeah, BRI. There you go. Yeah. See, if I ever just, open up a brewery, sure it it's going to be just, just over there. It was, it was <laughs> brewery. It was brewery. That brewery is like the ultimate name for a brewery. Isn't it brilliant? Brilliant. 
I thought that was What's so smart. What's the name of that brewery? Uh, that, uh, you know that, that brewery. That, that, uh, that, that brewery? That you know, that, that one brewery. Oh, that one brewery, that brewery. That fat brewery. one, the fat one. The fat one. Yeah, the fat one. That one. That one. That one. That brewery. Yeah. It said fat. Ah, that fat brewery. Oh, there it is. That <laughs> fat brewery. That fat. No, tap that fat. Tap that fat brewery. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Oh, so this is your first... Signing off. Okay, bye. You're signing off already. <laughs> He's got beer to drink. Well, He's I got have beer in my hand. I'm still drinking. We have things to do and beers to drink. Hey, have fun, you guys. Have I'll fun. see you around. Thanks All so right. much. Oh, my jump gosh. On top. Today. Thomas, jump on. I've got Thomas. one for Thomas. you. Get the whole He's, Mobile West team on here. He's taking his sweet time. Want to make sure things are <laughs> good and kosher and lovely. And hey, there it is. See, it's not that scary, right? The water's fine. The water's totally fine. Hi, Tom. <laughs> How are you? That's good. Not so, so you bad. guys both work for Mobile West. Yes. So I was at BrewCon yesterday, and I sat in on a panel where they talked about canning, and it's not just throw beer in an aluminum can and no, ship it off, and there you go. There's a science behind. There's a huge yeah. science about, like, being double-sealed, about, yeah. you know, microbes and how to even, like, wash the hands. Like, I didn't even think twice about it, but... I mean, it makes so much sense. And especially, you know, now they've taken away, like, the complete full pop top off kind of thing, even though yeah. that's so convenient. But still, like, I it's mean, a really yeah, fascinating kind of, like, topic, really. Yeah, so there's uh, pop tops you were talking about. There's Those are very popular at one point, uh, but they're just absolutely cumbersome for us. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, talking to Mason, uh, the our lead canner and he was telling us it's just a pain in the ass to do the lids on those yeah and you know there, it's a huge science behind just canning a beer i mean it's just as a huge science just actually brewing a beer there's a bigger science behind sure you know actually oh, yeah. putting a beer in a can so right you know so, lids and everything so does mobile west do you guys have a lot of influence or any like thing with the recycling you know, aspect of it? Like, where do you guys get your aluminum? Is it, like, already sustainable kind of industry? Like, I've always been curious about that. So we buy our aluminum in bulk, uh -huh. um, much like any of the other Anheuser-Busch, Miller Coors. Um, there's generally a, a bulk aluminum sale early in the spring, so you buy your aluminum not necessarily annually, but the bulk buy is annual in the spring. Um, as far as recycling goes, everything is recyclable. Um, some of the sleeving, some places won't take it, some will. Is that because it's plastic or if it's not paper? It, it is because it's plastic. Sure. So there are techniques where there's a single strip pull of aluminum sleeve, and it just basically it, it de-sleeves the can. So you're left with just the blank aluminum can when you're done. So makes it more recyclable. Yeah, even if you do sure. the sleeving, yeah, it's it's still 100% recyclable. Wow. That's always something fascinating. I always thought that was a really cool thing, like and seeing like Mobile West definitely helping out because canning is not a cheap thing for a brewery. It's not. But the fact that you guys are mobile and that you guys work locally, I love that idea. And I know that a lot of people utilize your guys' services. So yeah. I really like that about yeah, you guys. I mean, we're, we're based out of San Diego. <laughs> yeah. San Diego. San Diego. Uh, we've been around for a couple years now, so we've done a couple bigger uh, breweries in San Diego. Uh, Ale Smith, 
Uh, we've done uh, what other ones do you think? Um, we've, well, recently we've done Boochcraft, which is actually here today. Love yeah. them. I know. I got to go pop by and say hi. Definitely. I think yeah, it's cool. our next stop after this. Yeah? yeah. Sweet. Yes. <laughs> we, do, uh, we do beer, coffee, cider, kombucha. Um, if you want to can it, we'll do it. Yeah. If you, yeah, you want to put it in a can? Call Ooh, us. Mobile Ways. Because we can. Uh-huh. <laughs> Miguel. <laughs> hey. Oh my gosh. Wah, wah. I love it. I love that I could get you guys on the mic. That's actually really fascinating. I'd yeah, love to get sure. you guys again. Awesome, awesome thing you guys do. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yay. It's a good thing for, uh, yeah, thanks for inviting us on. Always. Love yeah. you guys. Definitely. Cheers. Cheers. Oh my gosh. Hi, friends. Hi. 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 We have to be smarter than the, than the headphones. Okay. So we still have like three hours to go, guys. I'm super excited yourself. to be on the mic because Yay. I think I have a voice for recording. I agree. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. So go ahead and introduce yourself. So I'm Gina. Hi, Gina. Hey, nice Hi, to meet you. Hi, Gina. I'm Paul. Paul? I'm Jessica. Nice to meet you. Oh my God, you two have never met? No. No. Oh. Okay, I'm going to let you guys finish introducing yourself okay. and I'm going to so, geek out again. Paul, Jessica, so glad to meet you. Um, so I'm here because I usually volunteer for the Brewers Guild. Nice. And I just hang out and chill and meet people and have a good time. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Gina's the shit, man. <laughs> you know, I love people, her. You know, like, I will talk to strangers, literally. She'll <laughs> literally have a conversation with a brick wall, and I fucking love her for it. <laughs> Same with me. Like, I could do the same thing, right? It's really we'll easy both be do. standing at the same brick wall and having a conversation with the same brick wall. But not each other. <laughs> but not each other. We'll be like, I got it. And then it's like, <laughs> brick walls. Yeah. So, what are we going to talk about here? What do you want to? Oh, let's keep introducing ourselves. Yeah. No, I feel like this no. is important right now. No, go so ahead. You, all right. I'm simply here for the beer. <laughs> I'm, I'm Paul. I'm at Wolfpack Paul. And I'm just here to drink some beer and have a good time. Yay. <laughs> I'm Paul. My Instagram is... Paul. Um, no, no, I'm Jessica. My Instagram is Paul. <laughs> no, I'm Jessica. Um, I actually host my own podcast. Yes, you so do. So, Crossing Curves. And then my Instagram is at Lovely Lady Hobbs. I like it. This is why curves. I feel like this was important. Dude, Lovely Lady Hobbs is like the cutest damn handle I've ever heard Thanks. in my life. Good stuff. I'm mad I didn't Check think it of it myself. It came from a Fergie song. <laughs> to clarify. Just to clarify. Right. <laughs> exactly. I, every time somebody snaps me or gets me on camera and I look at it, I have to immediately correct my posture. You're like, because I'm like, because hey. I get like, I'll have a beer and I'll just kind of slope down and I'll just be like down here. Talking like, like, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I have to be up here. Okay. Hi. That's called Druzy. Druzy. Getting Druzy. That's fucking cute. I'm I like stealing it. that. I'm stealing I'm that. A little Druzy here. A little Druzy. So what are we drinking today, friends? Or what have oh, we been we'll drinking today? Sour from Lagunitas. Okay. Which is pretty empty. delicious. It is actually a Saison. Ah, that is, France. Uh, from France. Uh-huh. And French it was aged in wine barrels. So oh. it's pretty fancy. Pretty fancy. Fancy pants. Fancy. Where's my French-ass boyfriend? <laughs> Where's my, where my French-ass yeah, Everyone needs one of those. Yeah. Paul is never here. But I legit have one. Oh, all right. She and she really she can claim that. And as well. <laughs> she does have a French-ass <laughs> <laughs> No, 
them. I'll okay, so is it okay if I invite people to my event that's coming up? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I have this awesome event coming up where you can make aromatherapy infused chakra bracelets. It'll be at Lovecraft. Oh, I'm in nice. on yes. August 18th. Um, there will be a like free tastings of mead, superstition, of course, superstition of theory. And then also gym. with your ticket, when you my buy gym. it, you get a pint or also you get a pour of mead. So you should definitely come in and try it out. It's awesome. <laughs> yes, you are, Gina. Gina's awesome. <laughs> Love yeah. So this is at Lovecraft, you said, right? Lovecraft. I've yet to go there and I've heard amazing things about it. So oh my gosh. There, queso sauce is the shit. All right. I'm there. That sounds great. Oh my gosh, it's so close to Oh, we're trying to Snapchat right now, and it's like... So if you, you can buy your tickets on Eventbrite. You know what? Fuck it. I'm posting it. No, don't post it. Don't post it. Gina looks great. I look Paul looks great. I pan over to Jess, and then I pan over, pan, pan, and then I zoom out, and it's like zoomed right into like my face, back to Gina, and then back to my face. I'm like, no. I swear to God, that's not my first time social mediaing the postings and things. I know, I follow you all Jesus the time. Jesus Christ, so funny. Wrong with I didn't realize how close you have to get to the mic. You do. You, you actually have to, have to like make love like to kiss it. it. Just kiss it. Just, 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 just don't Hello, put it in baby. your mouth. How are just you? Don't, you know, be careful of putting it in. in, in oh. There have been a lot of people at this uh, festival. There's some very <laughs> and we still have a lot of people, people to go. We still have a few people to go. Because we still have the zombies in about T minus about two it and a half hours. Can we just take I can't wait for that. It is a huge. Uh, that's what Eric likes. He likes the large mics. I'm sure he does. You know Eric. <laughs> Shout out to Eric for being a new fucking Hampshire right now. So you see, I see you got laid. I'm not mad at New Hampshire. He's bringing me back some Liz really cool got beers. Laid. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have my. Oh yeah. Here's my lid. I, la I I got laid by myself, and then I, he got laid by hey, me. Hey, oh, it's all about self love, baby. Yeah. You do what you gotta do. And then it. walked by Jan from BRI. <laughs> Looking as cute as can be, saying hi, giving high fives, being rad, Did wearing orange shoes. Did you see that I love really him. rad '80s couple? It was a threesome that walked oh, in. Yes, with the Guns N' Roses whole thing going on. Yeah, they, I'm pretty had, sure there was four. She of had them, a actually. pleather skirt on that Shut was red. It's they a group. Hot as fuck. Okay, so last year I did a um, beer fest bingo. Have you guys? Ooh. Did you guys see that? No. Oh god, this was great. So I gave out like only twenty of them to people, right? Only twenty, and I had industry first because duh. We but on, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, were you here last no, year? Well, yes, no. we were. But I think we, I think I heard about this on. Sorry to mention it, but the Hobby Craftsman podcast. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so. Hey. <laughs> so Hobby Craftsman, I'm sure they probably have heard of it. I mean, it's, it's not an uncommon thing. Like, yeah. it's a really fun little activity. But last year, I put it together, and I put in, like, all little, like, literally the best things. So, Can we I, say, though, that we were just talking about doing something like that? Dude, okay, next year. <laughs> yeah. We're doing Do one next year. Do it. I think I need more beer. Oh. Yeah, what are you drinking? Where's your beer? I'm empty. Here, take a drink of this. I'm just going to take a sippy step. <laughs> it's actually, it's lagny, it's delicious. Oh, this is their sour. That's right. Oh, this so is so good. Love Lagunitas. Yeah. I went to their Petaluma uh, brewery. Me too. Oh. oh, their beer garden is the best. My sister was yeah. seven months pregnant, and I got her the most amount of, like, hop water I've ever purchased for anybody in my life. 
She loves it. She loves it. She doesn't I've drink never beer a lot. Tried their hop water. Hey, here's my French ass boyfriend, everybody. Oh, this is Paul. Hello. Bon après-midi. Can we get another lay? Je suis la jeune fille. So we're just having a meeting of Tell us, Paul, what is the word French in beer? Or beer? No, What's the word? How do you say beer in French? Beer. How do you say, I would like another beer in French? J'aimerais une autre bière. He no. French too. We should say like like right now. There are two Pauls that speak French. No, no. I took French in like ninth grade. French. I don't speak French. <laughs> he just had this conversation with the hell of French. I think when I drink enough beer, I can somehow magically speak French. Same with me with Spanish. Yeah, right. Okay. So, so I totally got a kick out of State Farm Go being grab one of our booths. That's so, what I said. Did you guys see Jake from State Farm? What? <laughs> what? what are you wearing? Dude, these Jake, these State Farm. I'm people wearing khakis. So <laughs> <laughs> he actually that is wearing khakis. That's me the mandatory oh, uniform for anybody who does a State Farm festival. So for our listeners right now, um, we're here at Real Wild and Woody, and we have right now next to, we have the Arizona Craft Brewers Guild, tab that AZ, the Arizona Beer Book, and then right next to us is State Farm. Can bring them into the podcast? I want to get State Farm on the mic. We need Jake from State Farm. Jake. 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 Just come over and say that you have khakis on. Amazing. What's that? Just like, Jake, what are you wearing? Uh, Uh, khakis. khakis. Jake is actually wearing khakis, but I'm not sure if his name is actually Jake. I think they're khaki shorts, though, so it doesn't doesn't qualify. I'm going to go grab Jake first. So I'm going to go ahead and step off for a second, but I'm going to let Tia, my roommate, jump on the mic. She's lovely. She's never been on. Everybody, welcome Tia Smith to Tap That AZ Podcast. Hi. Hi. I'm Tia. How's it going? You nice all. To meet you. Welcome to. Uh, Just keep the beer away from that piece. <laughs> well, shit. It's the most expensive. Can I say shit? Huh? Can I say shit? You can say whatever the fuck you want. Nobody but censored remember, here. My mom listens to this podcast, so. Hi, Hi Mama, Mama Wimberg. She's bringing over Jake yes. from State Farm. Jake is here, guys. Jake from State Farm. Okay, so we have Jake from State Farm here. He is in khakis. Wait, wait, Jake, what are you wearing? Um, khakis. <laughs> this is perfect. I actually need new um, so car insurance. What kind of car do you drive? I drive a Mazda 2, a 2012 Mazda 2. I don't have any accidents. I'm not a troublemaker. I'm a great driver. I'm actually a Chicago driver, so. Chicago driver. Yeah, so you okay. know I'm a good driver. I'm a good defensive driver. Yeah, I'm sure. You got to be real defensive. 100%. Okay. And I'm just trying to spend less than $120 a month. So how many times do you hear this, Jake from State Farm? Like, what is your actual name? It's actually James, so I get Jake all the time. James! Yeah. Pretty close, right? Almost close. It's close yeah. enough for me. Close enough. James and Khakis. I'm James. My office manager's Jay, so we get Jake all the time. We just run with it. Aw, gotcha. Yeah. Well, we just wanted to bring you over and say hi and just kind of... 
we live a funny commercial. Love the commercial. That guy actually I mean, worked for Shane. My Shane's name's Park. Tia, so people are constantly like, "Where's Tamara?" Oh, oh where's Tia and Tamara. Okay. Damn, Gina. that's clever, though. Give me Gina. the reference. Damn, Gina. Damn, Damn Gina, Gina from Martin. <laughs> yeah. <Exactly. laughs> I will never live that one down. You're right. Ever. Or I get Tia. Huh? Tia. Tia. Like the Chia. Yeah. Chia pet. All the time. I am going to go in search of more beer. Same. Same. All right. I'm sorry. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bassos. And here we go. Welcome. Welcome to the real wild and woody beer festival. On the mics, we have Liz and Paul. Liz and Paul are a longtime couple in the beer industry. Um, they have similar interests in their flavors and differences as well. So what's your guys' favorite flavors so far? What's your favorite breweries, your favorite drinks? What's, are you asking us what our favorite is? Yeah, ah. what's your favorite, y'all? <laughs> so, Tia, you want to probably get a little bit closer to the mic. There it is. Please don't lick it. You don't know where that mic is. I mean, has been. that's, yeah, never mind. I put Anyways. a lot of things in my mouth that I don't know where they've been. So. so, I would say I've had a few couple favorite locals like Grand Canyon Brewing Company and BRI. I've had some really awesome casks. I also went to Lumberyard Brewing Company and had their double Hazy Angel. That was fantastic. So for those of us that are not familiar with the beer industry, what exactly is a cask? A cask ale is essentially a beer that has been brewed. It's It's from the end of its fermentation process, and it hasn't been filtered or processed yet at all. It's put into a cask ale, or a cask cylinder, which is basically a keg-like cylinder that's a little bit more cylindrical, different than your standard keg. So it's like those long cylinders, keg-looking things, those are casks? You'll see them a lot of these around here at this festival, of course. And so the main essential part is that it's unfiltered, unpasteurized, uncarbonated, it is fresh beer. It is the life of beer. It's beer at its finest before it goes through the, the carbonation process, filtration process, everything else. So cask beer is fresh, fantastic beer, and we have tons of that at this festival. I feel like you're getting a hard-on just talking about I cask I kind of beer. am. Hey. <laughs> well, I'm just going <laughs> to jump right back here on the microphone one more time. So ladies and gentlemen, you just heard Tia in her debut podcast uh, recording today. I'm better for radio. She's great. She's great. (laughs) I'm not for TV. So Tia, let me ask you a little bit more of a personal question because I like having, you know, a little bit more uh, (laughs) in-depth content on here. As a woman of color, how do you feel that your presence in the craft beer industry has has, um, taken new places? Do you do... I feel like as a female in craft beer industry um, that we need to, you know, have a footprint and that we do have a voice. But as a woman of color and you are the minority of of what we really cater to, how does that how has craft beer kind of like changed your life and your perspective? So for starters, there's about two other black people here. (laughs) And I don't know shit about beer, to be honest, besides the fact that I love to drink it. See, I know. I disagree. I think you know more about craft beer 
than some of like, you know, the white bearded dude chads that I see around all the time too. I think yeah. you have more of an an, an understanding Cause crap not because you're hipsters and hipsters are white. <laughs> craft beer isn't for hipsters. It's for craft black women, for too. It's for no, Hispanic it's men. For everyone. It's for, it's for everyone. everyone. Absolutely. There's a stereotype that it caters to the bearded white male, um, hey, like Paul. my best friend here, Paul. <laughs> but it, there's more to it than that. Absolutely. We all have the same palette. We all have the same avail- availability to access a all of these different great beers and brewers and I'm just learning a lot today. I can't even tell. So Tia has come home a couple of times. Tia's phenomenal. I can't wait to like just promote her because she's everything that I ever want to be. I'm just your standard bartender, but <laughs> but Tia I will come have my, home. I definitely have my favorites. I have my different flavors. There's I understand that there's different. What's your top three favorites? Of Oh, top three. I, well, my number one. I think one, I can not name all three. Can actually. you? I think you can. I think I can at least get two can. out of the three. My number one is obviously Big Boo Van from Havasu. College um, Street. Yep. Yeah, they do great the, stuff. That's the first um, Arizona beer that I had when I first moved here to right. Phoenix on a draft. It's definitely better on a draft than it is out of a can. I don't know why. Um, and then I love the um, Orange Blossom over here. Papago Orange Blossom made by Hus. Hus exactly. Brewing Company, Hus the Papago one of, Orange Blossom Reliable. Recipe. I can pretty much try anything from Hus and I'll be happy. Um, I just recently had some from the Beer Institute. I've been over here to um, New Belgium, North Mountain. I've kind of bounced around all over the place. So there's a little bit of taste for everyone, regardless yeah. of color because you'll come home and you'll have like some really great beers and you just want to be like i like the look of the label and i mean besides that before i moved to phoenix i was living in st louis and i all i drank was budweiser which is dope too now we're moving on up and here there's a difference you can taste all kinds of random fantastic beers dozens of different brewing companies almost right around 200 different styles of beer here at the phoenix convention center for real wild and woody, I believe this is the sixth edition. Sixth edition, 2019. It's only 111 degrees outside. Only. It's a cool 72 up in here. Nice and smooth. Everybody's. Honestly, chill. this is one of my favorite beer festivals. It's it highlights a really cool range of beers. Real wild and woody. It focuses on uh, real yeast. It focuses on cask age. It involves a lot of like time and effort to produce a beer for oh. just this oh, yeah. specific, you know, festival alone. Every, and a lot of breweries take a lot of time and effort to prepare for this one. Every and beer I here, it. all these different styles take all kinds of different aging and fermentation processes that are very complicated, very difficult, and everyone here, every brewery is showcasing their best, best efforts at yes. these fantastic ales Number right one, here. Top notch. Exactly. And it's great because we see a lot of our friends who were at BrewCon yesterday. We learned a lot from from the you know breakout sessions that I got to experience yesterday. Um, and I love that now we have a whole group of not just industry people, but people that really appreciate the industry. People that are coming in here and they are waiting in line, in line, like dozens of people back to try and find like their favorite brewery. And they support their local brands. They support their neighborhood, you know, 
uh, drinking holes. And so I love that when we have this whole community bringing together kind of thing, it's not only just the three of us who live in, under one roof, but the three of us who live under one big spectrum of beautiful craft beer here in the Valley. Yeah. Yay. Yes. So. Actually, I heard that this is like the biggest turnout that this um, festival has ever had. And you know what? I'm not surprised. This is, it, the, the vibe is very mellow. It's very chill. Last year it was kind chill. of like, Everybody's, woo, we're running around everywhere. Everybody's super chatty. Yeah. Um, shoddy in the Shroot Farms t-shirt. I see you. I love I see it. you. I see you. We have plenty of open space here, and I really like that. You can easily see people Chuck's from other here. perspectives of the festival. Chuck Knoll is here from Crescent Crown. He's just kind of hanging out. But Hi, honey. Come Hi. here. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? Doing great. Chuck Knoll, what have you? Uh, your cup is empty, but what did you drink today? Uh, a lot of everything. A lot of everything. What was yeah. your favorite so far? You know what? What's your favorite child? At any given moment, it can change. Or you, you have siblings, it doesn't matter. No, I have a favorite sibling for sure. <laughs> the youngest one that doesn't know. Same, me. I'm my favorite sibling. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Definitely have a favorite. So what are you looking forward to uh, sipping on next? So many good beers here. It's, you know, you got to try, you got to try as many as you can because uh, everything's good. I don't sell every one of them, but I wish I did because they're so good. What do you have right now? Uh, an empty cup, so I have to get one. I was exactly. walking past you, and I wanted to say hello. <laughs> but we'll get to we'll get around to that. We appreciate you. I see I see the new Belgian tent just right across from us, right now, over there. Tawar is one of my favorite beers. That beer has been kicking ass for 100 years. It's really so good. It's like a podcast or something? Yeah. Chuck, it's always a pleasure yeah, seeing you. Yeah, this is like a podcast Have or something. Have fun today, man. It's a podcast or something. Hi, what's Hi. your name? <laughs> I'm Jamie. Hey, Hi, Jamie. Jamie. Welcome to the Tap That AZ. I can hear you guys. Yeah. Cool. So, what do you have over there? What do I have? Yeah. What do you what got? Are you, what are you drinking? Uh, I got you a, have an empty. There's a. I see a little bit of beer left in your cup there. There's a small percentage of beer. What is that? Uh, I'm trying to think of the last thing I got because uh, it's probably 70 percent that. Nice. I haven't been rinsing out my What's cup. What's been your favorite so far? Um, Beer. Let me think. I don't know. I, I, every, everywhere I go, I try to get like an oatmeal stout or something strong. So it's like I'm getting 11% so or 13% your, your something. and stouts are barrel aged, that kind of category. I prefer the... The pours with more flavor, so yeah. okay. I tend to stick with reds or ambers, uh, strong ales, dark ales. I, I prefer the darker side as well. You yeah, know, the dark Same. side is where there's all kinds of Same for obvious on. reasons. <laughs> like, if your beer looks like piss, it's not worth drinking. I agree with that. I don't know how else to say it. And then that people feed true. Paul. I moved here from St. Louis, so all I drank was Budweiser up until about two years ago. Oh, so yeah, you guys got the AB. Yeah, factory yeah, over there, yeah. right? The whole tour, everything. It's great. So I don't have a problem with Anheuser-Busch. They actually bought uh, my, my favorite brewery, 312. Same. I'm originally from the Chicago area. Are you? Okay. I'm from Indy. I see so you from the Midwest. I, I grew up and I hated the Colts. I hated the Pacers. You know what I watched? I watched the Bulls. I watched the Bears. I watched the Blackhawks. I watched the White Sox. 
Give me some. Right there. No, we have, we have a lot of Chicago transplants, you know, in Arizona. There's a lot of them. I have lots of friends from Chicago that came here, and they're like, all right. This My is wife is from live. Chicago, We're but she's from Cicero. Weather. Yeah. She's We're from moving Cicero. here. I bet she knows where I'm from. Where she's at? Oh, she's not here. No, I would let my wifey at home. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I just had a baby, and she's at home taking care of my oh, beautiful daughter. Oh, congratulations. I'm here doing market research for my tap room. Oh, nice. tell us about your tap room. Okay, so um, they just came over and grabbed me, this this fucking guy right here. So um, we're, op we're opening a, a tap house in, in the East Valley later. Um, I say maybe August of 2020. What uh, what area? What location are you looking at? Uh, we're thinking either in downtown Queen Creek or Santan Valley. Yeah, there's not there's much of there. Queen Creek is there. legit. I like well, Queen Creek a lot. What are you out gonna there. call it? The Thirsty Camel. The Thirsty Camel. Cute. Yeah. Arizona. Everybody take a look out for the Thirsty Camel out there in well, Queen Creek. Well, what we've seen is a, a a trend in the names, right? It's just like. An, ad, an adverb or an adjective followed by a noun. So it's like the wandering yep. tortoise. Sleepy whale, wandering sleepy tortoise, whining exactly. pig. Yep. So Absolutely. we're thinking the thirsty camel. Okay. So we're going to play around with that for a little that while. That definitely work. I, actually, I think that's the name that's going to stick. Right on. I like it. We've had probably 15 it, or 20. Out. That's the thing. If you have some kind of like animal and some kind of awesome adjective yeah. that follows that or whatever. Play around with the thirsty camel. Yeah, I like that. People like things that are very simple and easy to understand. Like, oh yeah, the Tipsy Cactus. Tipsy Cactus is a great name. They're a badass little yeah. brew pub in uh, that, Mesa That's a Chamber great name. Yeah. I've been there quite a few times oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> cool spot. So yeah. everybody look out for the Thirsty Camel coming up here in the Queen Creek area. <laughs> yeah. I know you guys over there don't have a lot going on, so you're going to be real excited when that opens up. Oh. We got about six to nine months between what we were thinking for opening. Right now we're looking for a location. So our, our real estate agent has been finding places. We haven't been very keen to some of the places that we found. Okay. But when we know, we know it's going to that's, open. That's one of the hardest you know, you know, parts is up. finding the right location, finding the right people to partner with in order to make your business happen. That yes. really is the yes. hardest part. Yes, yes, That's actually 90% of the battle, I think. Yeah, If it you really have is. any business sense or if you've worked in the industry, then you know how to kind of make things progress or, or how things are supposed to be. But finding like-minded individuals is the hardest part. That's the key. That and is the permits. key. And that's what will drive and thrive your business or, you know, not so much. You just have to find those individuals and find that clientele and make it happen. And you yeah. Can, it's, it's possible. You just have to do your research and do a good job. And there you go. Lots of research. There's plenty, plenty of examples all over Phoenix. Thousands of oh, examples. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. you got to find those who are willing to give you the information to help you get started. And that is the other key, is making allies, making friends and allies, people that are in your close proximity, even if someone's running the same kind of business as you are, if they're willing to be your friend and not completely against you and work with you, that is 
Very important, and that's fantastic. And we see more and more collaboration happening in Arizona day by day, not only brewery-wise, taproom-wise, everything. As long as we all work together to provide fantastic beer to our consumers, that is the most important thing. That's all it's about, right? Absolutely. Providing a quality product to your quality clientele. Indeed. Right? Because if they weren't there for you, yep. you they wouldn't are, be in business. They are your lifeblood. They are who you depend on. That is the bane of your your existence. To enjoy the dream that you have cast in front of them of fantastic ales and everything else. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go run. There's there's still a lot of stuff to see here. Absolutely. Oh, dude, get on it. There's a... We've got like... We've got like two hours hours left, technically, but still, like, yeah, get on it. We've got a lot of stuff to see. Okay, well, if if you guys are around here and you don't see anything that you want to eat downtown, uh, you have to go to a lunch spot. It's called Marone's Nashville Barbecue. This Nashville place chicken? is fired. This is Nashville Hot chicken, chicken? Monroe's? Oh, on Monroe's. Yeah. Monroe? Monroe's. Monroe's. Okay. Nashville chicken. Awesome. It's over there here by um, uh, Talking Stick Resort and Arena. It's on, I think it's on like Third Street in Washington or Jefferson. Okay. Fire. Nice. You gotta try it. In fact, yeah. when we leave, that's where I'm going because they're only open for lunch. Really? So, so they close at what, like 7 They, they or close eight? at like 4 o'clock. What? Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sexy. So you guys got to go there. Yeah. It's really good. Well, thank you for the tips on that, and thank you for all the information. Let us know how your business is doing. Reach out to Tap That AZ, and maybe we can do like a private podcast when your business gets going all that good Well, stuff. it was really nice to meet yeah. you guys. Have a good Absolutely. one. Thank, thank you. you. Let's podcast it up. I'm too short for this. You're on the mic. You could you could probably adjust it a little bit. There we go. Yeah, I'm five three. Let's get this. Let's break this down. I wish I was five three. Which I'm one's like mine. <laughs> I feel like I can't hear you guys you really adjust well. Yours a little bit. I'm definitely five seven. Okay. I'm you're five like, seven. I'm five Look nine. Look how short I am. No, you're I'm, not. I'm five My seven. You're full of shit. Nine. Hold on. There. <laughs> My driver's license says I'm 5'9 and 160. 160? <laughs> Straight up. All right, so I don't know you guys at all, but what are you excited about? What are you trying here? What are you excited about to see at this festival? Um, I'm excited to be here with him because he's so pretty. Aww. And also the sours. There's been a ton of really good sours. You don't even like I don't really like sours, but I've been trying them, and there have been a few that I've been like, I would drink this. Sours, what is your category? What do you I'm usually IPA or like, I really like the hazy IPAs now. So it's like, they're awesome. Easy drinkers, very refreshing. We had one that was like a dessert though. Oh, what the was German that chocolate cake. Oh my gosh. It tastes like cake. a dessert. It was like 13.7. Yeah. Really right? Where's that from? Oh, I get her in the You would remember. Yes. It was so good. I wish I had my notebook. I know. Um, Where's your handy dandy notebook? Where are you guys from? Arizona. Arizona. Arizona, Arizona, Yeah. Yeah. I live like six blocks away, so this is really convenient. New to Arizona. New to Arizona. From where? 
Oh, I lived there for a couple years in Chicago. Well, I'm from a South Center. Okay, which one? Bolingbrook. Oh, Bolingbrook, yeah, I know. Yeah, I used yeah. to have clients Some there. Some people know there's no breweries or beer. But Chicago, no, Chicago, there is. Gordon Beer in Bolingbrook. Yeah. Do you ever go downtown? So. There was, a, or like in the, um, uh, I forget the street. Kind of, yeah, well, there's a place called the Fat Poor. Fat Poor is really good. Yeah, Fat Poor is a nice place yeah. to eat. They had a they- cucumber shandy. I was like all over. All right, well, anywho, let's yeah. steer back to Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. What's your guys' favorite breweries <laughs> out here? Where did what we go the other day that was so good? Um, State 48. Yeah, that yeah, was State 48 was, was really good. Because you really like the Pink Portal. Pink that, Portal. That sour that they have Money. for the summer. What, um, what is that? What style is it? It's like a... What? Sour. Uh, ghost. It's sour, yeah. but what is... It's like a uh, blackberry or blackberry, something. Blackberry, yeah. yeah. Cool. Super, really super good. good. Very summer drink. Like one so of the sours that I like. Yes. I like Walter Station. I think that one's like co- up and coming. Walter Station is cool. They're yeah. a brand new brewery. I yeah. Need to go awesome location out. and like yeah. the food there is really Walter good Station too. Walter Station is here. Yeah, uh, yeah. What, what kind of food did you have there? What I think I had the pizza. That, the they have like a flatbread kind of thing. It was, okay. It was awesome. Like. Nice. Um, it was like Mediterranean kind of style too, and I was really impressed with it. Very cool. Uh, and it's in an old fire station, so. Yeah, yeah, it's really, got some history behind the yeah, building, yeah, just right. like yeah. several other breweries in Arizona. That's really cool, and it's very key for those breweries to share that history and that information to their customers. That so, what's your favorite here? Uh, that's hard to say. I'll have to think about that. I used to work for the Arizona Craft Brewers Guild. I used to represent all breweries in Arizona as a communications manager. So, I. I love always earn a beer. I love all our local beers. I try to provide any kind of local support to everything that's going on. So it's hard for me to pick out favorites. Yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah. Is that what you have to say? <laughs> um, that's what I used to have to say, and I guess I still have that still in my mind. What about you? You like sours. I do like sours. Do you have a favorite uh, booth here today? Today, not so far. I do like that. Um, who makes that cucumber sour? It's in a white can with green letters. Where is that? I haven't seen it here today. That's oh. what I was looking for. It's a white can with green letters. It's a cucumber sour. Haven't Keep seen it today. That's my favorite. White can with green letters. Yeah. Actually, I've never. We had never had the uh, Pueblo Vida. Pueblo Vida. Which was Pueblo Vida. Like they had cool. So they're, they're one of the best-selling beers in Arizona. One of the most popular. Yeah. They're hard to get. They're from Tucson. Yeah. They don't distribute a whole lot. Really so great marketing, like people, the the cans yeah. and everything. Like yeah. beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. The can art is fantastic. Most people will head to the brewery and pick up their cans and try some beers. Yeah, really yeah. cool. They do a really good job. Yeah. yeah. And awesome. you know, for me, I think my other, my favorite Arizona beer is is Tower Station IPA. I love that. Tower Station. Yeah, fantastic. I like Mother Road. I just think it's such a cool, yeah. like the name and like the Route 66 concept, everything. Hey. Really cool. Yeah. Oh, I got some extra comments going yeah, on let's, here. Let's add somebody. Tower else in Station here. is excellent. Um, Mother Road launched that beer three to four years ago. They were iffy about it. They weren't quite sure, and it took off, and it's been exponential growth for them ever since. And it is making their brewery, and it's great. And that's an example of just creativity and just making things happen, finding the right recipe and making it work. And they did that, and they are successful. Yeah, for that's sure. That's just the dream for most breweries. And they yeah. made it happen. Yeah. I do. We're, we're big uh, Arizona um, brewer, brewery supporters. So. 
guys thank you so much absolutely thank you for talking we're gonna check out the podcast for sure thank you for having us you guys have a great time tonight yeah and on your marks get set go all right and they're off go ahead and introduce yourself are we tracking you are good you're in Aaron I'm way too hot E-R-I-N D-E-U-B-L-E E-Dube on Instagram Husparinko. Wow. All right, Liz, let's see if you know all my credentials. Oh, oh you're quizzing me? Stanley. Okay, don't give Get her the man. answer. Um, I know that you're an incredibly talented mu- musician. Can't uh, prove it. Husband and father, and uh, is just one of the sweetest, gentlest men, and I love him with this fucking cute fanny pack on. You're, like, dressed to impress today. I love it. What's his son's Instagram? No. No, nope, that's even- private. Oh, you don't have sorry. To. Never mind. I want to sorry. know. Sorry. As, as a celebrity, I have to keep I my kids was, protected. I, I thought it was public. Dude, why aren't your headphones on your head? I like it like She's this. Like it wearing blends out my hair. I Dude, can't. your hair is like, there's no way. That, I have double the product in my hair that you have in yours. Truth. It's good. It's but I'm height. still a girl. I got to work on it. You All know? right, Liz, hit us with some hard-hitting Yeah, Liz. Did you watch news. The Bachelorette this season? Oh. Let's talk. There it is. Aaron Dubel and I go way back because uh, we recorded a session um, about sipping tasty beverages, and we got to get Michael Ann. Is Michael Ann even here? I think she's in, like, Wyoming. I think she's in Idaho. Idaho. They don't go to Wyoming. Oh, uh, <laughs> we need to get Michael Ann back on here, and we need to do our little... Idaho. Dan's double it's fisting so, now. It's so, like, yeah, loud everywhere. in here you can't even hear me sip. That's but. true. It's crazy. Tasty beverage. Tasty beverage. It's my favorite. Can I can I re- really quickly interject and talk about a few beverages that I've had thus far? No, Dan. So let's go back to burping. So <laughs> no, Dan. I just get it. Go, Dan. Go. No, I want to hear more about the Bachelorette. Okay, I don't watch the Bachelorette. You know, not a lot of people I have do. A life. It's very underrated. Wow. Don't you have a TV show though you, that you, know you like was, just you know, watch yeah. when you need to zone out? It's can I interject real quick? Oh I, shit. I have a I have some thoughts about the Bachelorette. Tell us your I was recently about discussing some business with uh, my brother-in-law. Okay. And uh, we were talking about how the uh, the uh, fallacy of humanity is not in our existence itself, but in the written word of humanity. How humans write and record history, and how that itself limits up to limits us to the expansions of our minds. Can yeah. you follow? Dan, I'm how with much you. LSD did you take before this festival? No LSD. This He's is just cold philosophical corner. And beer. Uh, yeah. This is what goes through his brain every day. I do very much have a cold right now, and I came to Strong Beer. And I drank and a few on, of his beers. Yeah, I've been on so NyQuil I'm, and DayQuil for a while. I'm going to yeah, be sick, down, Leah, just so you know. I'll be sick next week. All right, here we go. <laughs> From the top. From the top. Here we go, Dan. The fault of man is not in our existence alone, but in the construct of recording our history through words. Is that a shot? This is a philo- right philosophical now, perspective our- of my brother-in-law who says this. And he says to me, really the mistake of humanity itself is not in our existence but in our words written down. So things that are recorded. And I was like, "All right. Well, that means that we need to get rid of the Bible and the Bachelorette." These are the, <laughs> <laughs> these are the two things. If we the cut Bible those and the If we cut those I, two I things out, we're clean. Then humanity can finally thrive. Amen. Amen. 
You know what? I want to say something about La Cumbre. Um, I got their strawberry goza, and I'm not going to lie to you. Brewing with strawberries is very hard. Also, you um, so have to use you have to use so much of the fruit and use a lot of lactose too because you want that sweetness of the fruit. So he said they use like 500 pounds of oh, strawberry. That was me last summer, um, and it's a tasty beverage. Well, not only brewing with strawberry, but distilling with strawberry. From my experience with the distillery that I work with, yeah, we have a strawberry ginger gin, and utilizing Ooh. strawberry for a flavor. Is you that have your to nickname? Use, what's that? Strawberry ginger. Oh, oh how my dare God! You. That's Shut Paul. Your that's Paul. Paul. You're our strawberry. <laughs> that's a real ginger. Oh, that's Come on, Aaron. Look at him. You're like halfway you there. You see, you grow your beard more. What'd you say? You see, you grow it out more. Uh, I don't want to have a face full of pubes. Okay, my beard Paul. isn't as strong as yours. Who doesn't love a face full of pubes? Hair colors are hold on, hold on. Listen, coming listen, from listen, like listen. the token Wait. lesbian. I love. Listen, her. listen. There it is. And beautiful. Nailed it. But to utilize, to get the true flavor of strawberry in a distilled or a brewed beverage, it takes so much strawberry. It's like unreal how little flavor, how how little real flavor you can get from the fruit itself. And strawberries are expensive so util- too. It's expensive. Right. So utilizing frozen strawberries, like dried strawberries, fresh strawberries, they all um, impart a really different facet of the strawberry flavor when it comes to brewing and distilling, which is not a lot of people know that. So anybody that brews a product well with strawberry, they've actually had to do a lot of work to actually get the strawberry, if they're not using artificial strawberry flavoring, which most people do because strawberry sucks, because I I hate strawberry. I can tell this difference between artificial and fresh. Oh, I hate hate the flavor. Strawberry and ginger are my two least favorite beverage, like eating food flavors. Is that because you feel like it's maybe like overdone or? Uh, I don't, I actually cannot explain it. I I have a rule of thumb that is taste everything and like eat everything. But when it comes to strawberry and ginger, I like I know that I don't like those flavors. I will try things with them. Yeah. But when it comes to sweet together. and the spice of ginger, I can't get down on it. Want to try the strawberry beer? I will try the strawberry, but I uh you're not going to like but it. But I'm not going to like it. It, it smells like a goza. It, it is a goza. It's a likely nice Well, and yeah, salty. it is a goza. So it smells salty on the mm-hmm. nose. It is. It definitely is. I, I smell salty on the nose. Oh. oh, there's barely strawberry in that. You're not salty. You're you're the sweetest thing. You're so sweet. Aaron, I'm like salty sweet. I'm like a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> like and a that's a wrap. Damn, no, I think I'm that's. I'm going deaf. Let's go. I think no. that strawberry from Lacumbra has. Am I too loud for you? Yeah, that's my cup. Tell it us. It has naturally inherent strawberry, but it feels like the bitterness of a strawberry. You know how. The, a really ripe strawberry can be sweet, but yeah, a yeah. medium strawberry can be super bitter and like earthy. A juicy one. That's what juicy. that beer tastes like, which I think fits well with a beer. The, the inherent sweetness of a really ripe strawberry I don't think is appropriate in beer because I think it's shitty. No, it's wow. too much. Too much, man. It's got to be good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think strawberry's hard. Also, any beer with a watermelon in it, get it away from me. Really? I will True. never drink a watermelon beer. Dude. Watermelon's only good at EG's flavors. Anderson Valley is one of my favorite brews of all time, but get that Wabri- watermelon gosa Wabri. the fuck away from me. Hey, how dare you? <laughs> you know what? I do like other I, 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 <laughs> Hey, Chris, is this fun to edit? Are you having a good time? Chris is going to be like, how many burps Nightmare. would you like to edit out? Another. Let's get another one. Uh, that was Liz. That was, that was Paul. <laughs> you dirty you sons of bitches. <laughs> Burp, Dan Lee. Burp. Dan Lee. Listen to the Who Walks in the Door podcast. So go back and look at Who Walks in the Door. Who Walks in the Door. You don't know what you're in for when Who Walks in the Door. Oh, gross. I hate burps so much. 
Cool. Yeah. cool. Do you like farts? So do we cool. get our free uh, tap that AZ hats now? Yeah. What sticker? happens? They they conned us into coming onto the show actually. So Aaron and I are it's so weird. busy with our professional Cons. work. No, 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 they no, no, conned. No, no. We us. did not con. Annie, where are you? You voluntarily <laughs> went. Annie, to come where are you? On. Where did she go? We're waiting for Annie. She's <laughs> supposed to find us. No, you've been sucked it's into the Dan black hole. It's Dan and his lesbian. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 actually. That is Dan's new band concept is Dan, Dan, Dan and, and the Lesbians. Lesbians. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so Lesbians tired of playing play with straight white dudes. I would love to have drums. some lesbians in my band. Yeah. You play drums, Aaron? No, but I can learn. Uh, <laughs> a little late. I play the cowbell. I play the bass. I play we the guitar. cowbell. I played trumpet when I was growing up. Can we talk about one relative thing to this festival? that <laughs> I we hope can so, please. Hopefully maybe make it on the list. We did talk about El Cumbre, but I think the utilization of fruit and beer is a really unique concept because as we take craft beer to more average consumers, well, you know we what? Need there, there is, like heard a very there is relation there. People say like, "Oh, strawberry, a blueberry wheat beer." What's right. that? Bud Light yeah. Orange. That sounds. It's great. a very. It's a gateway. Those are gateway beers. Yeah. Which, people in the door. Which that, what I think is what we people into our folds. Which yeah. we want everybody to have because it's like the rising tide. The rising tide. Yeah. Right? Is that how that thing goes? The rising tide. Damn, what's your favorite fruited beer? Orange Blossom? So, of course you would. That beer's terrible. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Aaron it's not good for me. Would... My puppy dog heart hurts. Oh, I don't... Oh. Aaron, that's not, we cannot count that as a fruit beer. That is a sweet beer. It raspberry. is an orange crisper. It is a sweet. Raspberry. Are you just saying the general? Raspberry. Are you just saying the general category of raspberry? What about wheat? purple haze? It's gonna give me double diabetes. From Magic Hat. No. Uh, no, bro. Albita. Albita. But dude, Magic Hat number nine used to so be my jam. Yeah. That beer was bomb. Yeah, so, it was so, pale ale. I love it. I'll quickly speak my piece as a representative of for the craft. Bye, Liz. Keep See you later. Liz, no. Let me speak my piece about fruited beers. Balance is the number one priority of all brewing practices and distilling. So if you have a fruited beer that's balanced, then it's a good beer. It doesn't matter what fruit it is. I do not prefer strawberry, but a balanced strawberry beer like the one from El Cumbre. La, La Cumbre. La Cumbre. La Creme Brulee. <laughs> that's a good beer. Just because it has strawberry doesn't mean it's make it bad. Just but it beers tastes that like have, beer still. The fact, well, the fact that the brewer can understand and balance the beer itself in the brewing process. Yeah, no, I think that's the target for all brewers that are utilizing fruit to add sweetness to their beers. Balance is more important. I like that. Make a recipe, cut the fruit in half, cut it in half again. Cut it in half again. That's from a brewer. That is a Jeff. That's, that's Jeff Huss. That's yeah. Jeff. Yeah. 100%. And Jeff Huss has made consistent beer for many years. He likes beer, years. man. He wants beer to taste like beer, and so do all of us. Yeah, yeah but as far as is expanding, nice it's 2019, so expand your palate as far as beer goes. And utilize fruit to sweeten or add complexity to your traditional beer styles. But do it with respect to balance. I think that's the mistake that everybody makes. Is like, let's make, fucking, let's make something so fucking crazy. Yeah, it can't because be people balanced. will be really enticed by passion fruit and guava oh, and dude, star passion. fruit. And but you can get all those yeah. flavors from hops. You could get all you can. You can. What's up, New Zealand? I see you, my homies. Yeah, <laughs> Neo Mexicana. Yeah. Uh, Summer hops, uh, Ella uh, hops. Oh yeah, this perfect, y'all. Don't Blanca forget them. Don't right, forget them. Okay. Idaho seven. Idaho seven. Idaho seven. That's not as and New Zealand as I was looking for. 
I'm just trying to like create a whole like shout out song. Hey, shout out to the Bachelorette. Pops. Don't know her name. She's dope. It's probably like Sarah or Jessica oh, or it's Jody. Hannah. I just it's it came Hannah? in my brain. I'm pretty sure it's Hannah. Oh my god, you can spell that name both Brittany, ways, forwards uh, and backwards. Or and Hannah. Hannah. Okay, bye. Ashley. Bye, and Dan Lee. I love we you. are out. That was the that was the best, and I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Lee with the air guitar. Aaron Jubal from Huss. Hey, listen to For the Craft. Oh, fair enough. It's another podcast. Thank you for plugging your podcast on my podcast. And Chris, edit that out. Do it now. Get the F out of here. Please introduce yourself. Because I just met you like 20 minutes and I'm like. Yep. So we just met not that long ago. Yes. Um, So my name is David with Green Farms Dispensaries. Um, We are associated with Mad Terp Labs, the marijuana doctor, Wonder CBD. And now we're about to come out with a promotion company called Trap Culture. This guy's resume is stupid. (laughs) You know, it it was crazy because I was a bartender for a long time. And then I decided to, you know what? I'm going to get into the marijuana industry. There you go. I cut my pay in half. And then three years later, bam, I get to do exactly what I want to do when I wake up. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Isn't that worth it, right? It is worth it in every single way. No matter what I do, I wake up. People want to talk to me. People want to collab. And so what I want to do is I just kind of want to... The reason why I'm in here is to kind of, like, educate everybody. Um, (laughs) I say this to everybody, that when people think of marijuana or cannabis, they think of their mom saying it's bad, and so people should not smoke it. So now I'm here at the Beer Fest to tell everybody, hey, marijuana's not that bad. Listen, you're in good company. What I've seen in the craft beer community is that it's not discriminatory toward weed, but more like marijuana is almost counterintuitive to the alcohol industry because for obvious reasons it makes sense yes we understand the the downside of what our our you know industry does but it doesn't mean that we cannot be symbiotic with with medical cannabis i take that i mean i'll make myself an example right now i've been using medical medical cannabis for years i'm a type 1 diabetic i hurt myself all the fucking time. Uh, I just got over a really great uh, experience with shingles. And, oh my gosh. going back to the shingles thing, did Uh you use a specific strain or did you use any sort of cannabis for shingles? I did. So not necessarily for shingles, but it was mostly for the pain. So shingles, if if you're not really like familiar with shingles, it's super painful. So it's in the same kind of like family as chicken pox and herpes and totally sounds super sexy, I know. But, but the thing is, is that the virus will actually attach to the nerve, and that's what spreads. And nerve pain is like a completely different pain that you've ever really experienced. So what I did with my knowledge of like what my body reacts to, because I've been using medical cannabis for years, because I know the way my body reacts, and I know what kind of strength that I can tolerate, I think it was probably the most, and this sounds ass backwards, the most pleasant shingles experience I could ever have, I guess. So so if it wasn't for medical cannabis, I don't think I would have, I mean, I don't want to go on hydrocodone. I don't want to go on hydrocodone. What was your, did you use a lotion, a topical? No. Did you smoke? What did you use? I did smoke, but I really just did edibles because it was just kind of like, I don't want to smoke during the day because when I do smoke, it's definitely my personal preference to do it at night. So and I had to somewhat function if during you my could, day. If you could recommend anything about shingles to anybody, you would say smoke weed I would over say, topicals or I would say, honestly, edibles. know what your body's limits are first. 
cool. Know what you can do, know what your body is used to first. If you're used to topicals and you're, you're willing to try a topical, absolutely. If you're willing to try more edibles because you need a more body high, I say go for it. But again, it's just per person. If you're if you're comfortable with what you're doing currently, stick with it. You know, don't don't yeah, you agree. know don't try and like reinvent the fucking wheel. Don't it's, be a hero, right? Don't be a hero. It's shingles. <laughs> you want to just sit on your couch. You want to get horizontal uh-huh. and stay horizontal uh-huh. and binge watch Stranger Things five times over. <laughs> but I'm telling you, like I, I so a little background, medical background. I had a history of cancer when I was 15. So I had stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Been through every single like condiment of medicine that you could ever think of. And when I discovered medical cannabis, it was just like, why the hell was I not given this 15 years ago? Granted, I was 15 years old. Like, well, who would give a 15-year-old weed? There is no age limit for there, CBD. There is no, but for CBD, indeed. So there's that whole kind of thing. I'm not a big fan of CBD. I just... It just doesn't do as much as I... Maybe I just haven't seen, like, a, a product that fits my needs, and that's totally fine. I'm definitely open to, you know, experiment and find, you know, what would work So for me. CBD is just one cannabinoid of the plant. I would right. definitely recommend a one-to-one ratio, so it would be right. more like a full spectrum. That's what I've been doing, one-to-one ratio. That's been the best part, for sure. But, but I'm also so curious and so fascinated by the cannabis industry in the craft beer industry. So there's been a really fun trend of using CBD or hemp root for the flavor of beer. And it's awesome because hops, yep, hops, a lot of people don't know this, hops, the actual plant of hops, regardless of the varietal and cannabis plant, are cousins. They're in the same genus. So it's interesting to like kind of really play around with that and see a lot of what these brewers are using as their ingredients. So like Lagunitas did a really great one. Uh, I think they launched it like maybe two years ago, and they used hemp root. And it's called Hemperer. Um, yeah, I not Magalini. Yep. I have a couple of their glass pieces. Yeah. Dude, it's great. I mean, <laughs> I would pour that beer. I worked for the Whining Pig for your, for a while, and every time I would pour that beer, everybody was like sniffing around. They're like, "Did somebody just like light a nug right now? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> but it was so great. Have you ever tried any of those hemp beers before? So I haven't been able to present myself. I felt like I was third wheeling for Shut like up, a good not. minute. So I'm a I terrible mean, host. I like what you guys are talking about, but I want to talk about it too. Yeah, get in on this. My name's Che. Uh, I make videos for breweries. I make videos for dispensaries as well. I'm with a lot You're of different. Place. I'm all over the place. You I guys are rad. I do a lot of different communities, car community, we community, everything. But everybody needs videos, so I'm there every time. But drink some beers. Got some good video. You're going to be at the next event on Wednesday. Yeah. That's one of the biggest events yep. for cannabis in I'm August. I'm filming an event on Wednesday, another cannabis event. I've been doing a lot of stuff, just staying busy, sweating like crazy after all these events, but at least we got some beers to, like, cool me down a little bit. There you yeah. go. <laughs> and then... you got um, some great pictures, too. Oh, yeah. I got a little bit of everything. Mainly video, though. That's... I let him... I let Luke take all the pictures, because... Their content turns out so great. I'm so proud yeah, of Yeah, because you work. guys, we were at an event, what, was it two weeks ago? Yeah. The Pink Kush? Yeah, yeah. You, you covered Kush. the whole thing? Yeah, I covered the whole thing. You got some sexy video. photos of me? Yeah, you look really good. <laughs> like, that was the, those pictures were the longest that I've ever took editing because I just stared at you. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, those eyes, appreciate bro. Appreciate that. <laughs> and then we got... 
Oh, let's get you. What's ready. his name? Very quiet. I gotta take this mic right to the. Did somebody turn off your mic? We're doing a big podcast. It's not a little podcast. Be go big or go home. It's the only way to do it right now. There it is. Sorry, the acoustics in the convention center. Go big or go home. I feel you. All right. So we're right here. So I'm Connor Krebs, the Ranch House Brewing Company, and uh, I'm here with the Arizona Craft Brewers Guild, and we're we all with Woody. Hi, yep. Connor. Big podcast. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a lot of fun. I think we're the only podcast here. Huh? I think we're the only podcast. Yeah. Right. Yes, we are. Yeah. We're the best podcast because we're the only podcast. True. So I see nothing but like great things happening moving forward. Sorry, Rob. Shut up. Okay, he did. So I see nothing but like really cool collaborations coming in with the cannabis industry as well as craft beer in Arizona. Um, there's all, you know, everybody's these hype saying, oh, yeah, it's going to be legalized 2020. Woo! And it's like, okay, well, where's the proof in the pudding? We keep hearing it. We know it's coming. But that doesn't mean that like we can't start experimenting or trying to like think outside the box already. Quick you know? backstory from yeah, last yeah. year for us to put it on the ballot, we needed 150,000 votes. We've got 75,000. Half, half the votes that we needed so did not get one. it. So realistically, right. as bad as I want to say this, that Arizona will probably legalize cannabis when Trump does. As bad as I want to say that, Arizona's not going to do it. Here's it's the crazy not going to do it. California, Nevada, New Mexico. Like, when is our turn? I don't know what, what the problem is. Why are we is. sitting the, in this The bubble? Southwest has been cornered, and I think that you, if you get the word out, I think people will come out. I think you just have to continue to advertise, get it out there, get the word out. People will come. I, I heard Obama's going to fight Donald Trump for the law to pass. In the ring? In UFC. How Dana White's been talking about it. Be? Like just like Justin Bieber and um, what's his name? Tom Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Oh. Right. I heard, I heard Danny DeVito's gonna crash that. So fucking. <laughs> Tom Cruise's ground game. Whoa. I don't even know who I'm gonna go for. Yeah, I don't no. know. It reminds me of like that claymation celebrity death match. Oh Do you that? my god. When can we bring that back? <laughs> that was amazing. Well, I'm I'm interested in the CBD explosion that's happened Yay. here. You have to be careful where you buy your CBD products. I can see that because, Why? well, it's a gold mine right now. Everyone's rushing into the market. You don't know who's getting what from what. So you need to see where it's coming from. So if you know it's coming from the source, straight from the, straight from the fields, you know it's going to be good. Otherwise, I don't know. But people are dumping it into beer, and it's good for pain. I feel that. Beer, beer helps. It's a natural rea- relaxant. Yeah, it's a, it's a natural pain reliever. I heard the best CBD is at the gas stations. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't take any Same CBD from the gas stations. Same with sushi. Do not buy hot dogs, sushi, or CBD at Every your local gas, a hot gas dog, station. CBD hot like, dogs look cool, but they're not as good as they taste. They don't taste I that good. I the joke. It's like the wipe your ass hot dog. Like, it just goes straight up the crack. It's aerodynamic. That just goes boop, and they just slap it right back on the heaters. Yeah, I would like, not suggest nah, it. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Side note, looks like somebody spilled their cookies over there. Oh. Really? Nice. Of course, I leave my booth. Not you. That's not you. It was that guy. Tia. The first person that says not me, it was him. That's what happened? booty shaking contest? After the booty shaking contest? Listen, my roommate has... Where is the booty shaking contest? I have a negative booty. (laughs) I don't have a booty. I really don't. I'm like one of those girls that needs the implants but doesn't get it. 
and it's just like it's flat it's concave guys my ass is concave oh, okay. god bless my boyfriend loves me for who i am my boyfriend loves me because i run a podcast and i like beer so there you go there you go hey, sharing is caring you know that's the only way to tap that az after dark Oh, my God, that's going to be the next one. All right, right, cheers, guys. I'm out. All right. Well, thank you, guys. All I appreciate it. Right, thank you guys so much for jumping on the podcast. I appreciate you. I cannot wait to do another episode. I'm so glad that we met today. Right there. <laughs> cheers, man. Uh, I just want to say thank you. Yes, for yes. Anybody that has a medical marijuana card, please come out to Green Farms Dispensaries. We have a location in Mesa and Flagstaff on your first-time patient deal. Buy one, get one free. If you want to do anything with flour, buy a quarter, get a quarter free, so you get to half ounce for eighty one dollars. Top like shelf. That's not bad. That's not bad enough. That's what I do. Oh, <laughs> hopefully next time I can get Love a high it. five after the podcast. But it's when okay. are you gonna come on my podcast? Uh -huh. You gotta invite me. Both of you. I want both of you guys on my podcast. We'll do a big podcast. Uh huh. That'll be fine. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Thank you for letting cool, me come guys. on. Green Farms Dispensaries, Mad Turp Labs. Thank you, guys. Always. Thank you. We can turn it all off. Please. What was your uh, favorite brewery of the, of the convention? That's a difficult statement for me. I was bouncing around, trying all kinds of good stuff. Um, we have some great local breweries out here making a difference and supporting different causes and bringing different ingredients and whatnot. I can't say what my favorite was because there's so many different ones. I would say Dark Sky and Ren House. I mean, yeah, he, he, said, he said that. And those are some great local breweries. Ren House, although uh, they are all around with the, uh, the IPAs, the barrel-aged... I mean, everything is delicious from Rin House. The uh, dark, dark Sky and Pueblo Vida, from the IPA standpoint, was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. They, uh, they do a fantastic job of keeping their core values aligned and making fantastic beer. They bring it north, and they do a fantastic job. What, is there any particular beer in general that you enjoyed from them? I think with, with without a doubt, the barrel-aged beers have been phenomenal from uh, from 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 these Arizona breweries. Nice. Uh, the the Pueblo Vida barrel-aged beers, the Cake Eatery was just delicious. That that the the coconut, the emphasis on the coconut was just. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. That's you good can't stuff. get anything more delicious than yeah. Than, than and you that. go for the special releases. That's the thing about real wild and woody. You don't get any other kind of beer experience than you do here. Every brewery that comes here brings their A game. They bring the best, and you get to try the best. So if you're not here right now, unfortunately, you're missing out. T is giving me a little heads up and onto where where the places that she went and I could not because I was here. But guys, that's it. That's all she wrote. We're wrapping it up. You are my last two patrons on the podcast. Thank you so much for wrapping it up with me, giving me your insight. I appreciate everything you guys have. Paul, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Tia, thank you so much for coming around. Uh, friend, I hope you had a great time at the festival today. Did you have a good time? 
Absolutely. Cheers to Arizona breweries. Cheers to Absolutely. AZ Brews. Indeed. Love it. All right, guys. Well, that's Such it. That's all she wrote. We're wrapping it up. Thank you again so much for listening to our 2019 Tap That Arizona podcast here at the Real Wild and Woody Festival. Cheers, everybody. Get home safely. Drive safe. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Guys, thanks for listening to the show. Tap That AZ is part of the Hopped Up Network, which is an organization of craft beer podcasts throughout the country. There's around 30 of them on the network, so check them out. Check them out at hoppedupnetwork.com. Thank you guys, as always, for your support. Reviews on iTunes always helps. Uh, Telling a friend, um, reach out, let people know. Reach out to all the people you know. Send a mass text right now with this episode link and say check out this show um now i appreciate you guys always spreading the word it's so cool to talk to people and um you know letting us know how we help them find their new favorite place and that's what our whole goal is with this show is to get people into the awesome places in arizona get them in the doors and so they can try the amazing things that are going on in the state so you guys are awesome thank you so much check it out TheArizonaBeerBook.com or at TheArizonaBeerBook on Instagram to keep that tabs, not dabs, <laughs> keep tabs on the beer book progress. Okay, we got to wrap this thing up. You guys, stay awesome.